0: This is episode 31 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, Meg will be joining us and talking about how to be conscientious with your hotel choices. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers. So glad that you are here. We have an awesome guest joining us from Trekking Twice and Go and Do Good. And she is going to be sharing some awesome stories with us. But before we dive into that, I want to once again remind you to go on over to the Christian Travelers Network and connect there on our Facebook page, or you can also visit our website at christiantravelers.net, where we have more faith and travel resources. So without further ado, Meg James, founder of Trekking Twice, a God-first family travel blog, and Go and Do Good, a directory of hotels that gives back generously to others, loves sharing about her favorite combination, faith and travel. Today, she'll be joining us to talk a little bit more about the subject. Hey, Meg, how's it going? Hey, good to talk to you.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me, Sarah. We are so glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So my name is Meg James. I'm married to my husband, Logan. We have, we're college sweethearts in Jacksonville University in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I have two young boys with my husband, Logan, Landon and Griffin. Landon is seven. Griffin is almost five. So I'm living the serious boy mom life, even having a boy male lab dog now. Um, and so I'm looking forward to just talking to a woman really is a good break in that. that's that's funny so you
0: have a faith and travel instagram account
1: can you tell us a little bit how you got started and ended up wanting to reach that audience yeah sure so in 2017 god had placed on my heart to start a travel blog and that was kind of all the rage back then it still is and i didn't really understand why because to be honest i wasn't really doing much traveling In fact, we had two young babies, and if we could even just get to New Jersey to visit my family in one piece on the airplane, it was kind of a goal. Um, And so it didn't make sense to me at the time, but I chose to just go ahead and share about traveling as I grew up traveling, and it's a passion of mine. And then the faith element ended up adding on as I grew in my faith over the years.
0: That's really cool. So what is your background in kind of your faith walk?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home. My dad and siblings are Catholic. My mom is a born again Christian. And so uh, I went through my youth kind of unsure of what direction I was heading, trying both non-denominational churches and Catholic churches. And to be honest, my husband and I have a really cool story of how we grew in our faith. And it was actually through kind of a little bit of destruction, honestly. Our our marriage right after we had both of our young boys just felt kind of stagnant. It felt like we just were looking for outside sources, honestly, to help fill us and provide us with love. And it wasn't until we joined a new gym called Trinity Fitness, a gym that you share God's word, you do devotionals, they pray for you, that this Christian gym helped open our eyes to our need for God. Um, And so my husband and I both were actually recently rebaptized in early 2018, just to recommit our lives together to following God.
0: I actually kind of have a background in faith and fitness
1: myself, so that's oh, really that's neat. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's really a great way to connect with people who maybe wouldn't walk into a church or maybe they don't feel moved by the church. And so that was another reason that this blog and initiatives were born is just we felt like you can reach people through faith besides just a church. You said that you don't didn't travel a lot
0: of the time. What has travel kind of developed and looked like now on a more regular basis?
1: Yeah. So as babies, um, having babies when they were little, you know, it was just difficult to go anywhere, all the items you needed to pack. And so when our youngest son got to be two or just about two, I looked at my husband and said, you know, I'm ready to internationally travel again. Why don't we start small and trek twice? We can go on one trip with kids, one trip without, so we can keep our marriage at the forefront. And then every Christmas season, we can go on a mission trip to be God's hands and feet. And so in conjunction with that, my blog, Trekking Twice, was born, that we feel like full-time travel is such the rage right now. Everyone's quitting their jobs and traveling full-time, and that's awesome and so inspiring. But it's also, in my eyes, very inspiring to just set a goal to do two big trips per year um, and then just be able to create wonderful memories with your family.
0: With your audience, if your focus is on two big trips, what do you talk about through the whole year, encouraging them in, etc.?
1: Yeah, so that kind of grew, honestly, through my faith walk. Um, I feel like God's just kind of sculpted the blog and used it for his own will, which I love. So obviously, besides those two big weeks that we are going on trips, and then also the big long mission week, we do mini treks, which are basically overnights at hotels um, anywhere on the southeastern coast since we're in Florida. We also trek around town, meaning we cover local events or things that you can do in the daytime here in the St. Augustine Jacksonville area. Um, And so it became really aware to me that accommodations are our jam. We love hotels. So we could go to a magnificent location, but if we aren't at a hotel that we absolutely adore, we just don't have as good of a time. And so Hotels began to be my focus too, and what I was sharing about. Now, from a faith perspective, we also began to share scripture. We started to do devos, devotionals on what God was placing on our heart. Some of my most read blog posts and most shared articles are those actually about faith, like being rebaptized, or how God changed my heart towards money, or articles that really ruffle feathers and make you start thinking are ones that seem to be shared the most, even over travel articles.
0: That's really awesome, and awesome that you're speaking out into that audience about those things. Yeah, it's been really fun. How do you pick where you travel to for your two big trips and your mission trip every year?
1: I use Pinterest a lot. I actually save our content, too, on Pinterest on Go and Do Good, and yeah, I just, I let kind of like the spirit move and what gets me really excited. So when I first started trekking twice, I chose it just, again, based off of accommodations. So when we went to Costa Rica, the outdoor casitas with a pool were so interesting to me that we could have a vacation, just my husband and I, with a pool and our own room. Um, And so we chose based on accommodations. The last trek with kids that we took was to Edinburgh, Scotland, because we've just never been to Europe altogether. And so I just read it was a very family-friendly place to go. We got a wonderful partnership with a hotel there. Um, So really, it just kind of goes from the heart. I don't do what everyone else does, meaning our family doesn't like Disney. Um, We're not into theme parks. I don't like... uh, cancun where i could go and just kind of drink my face away for a week these are not things that interest me i don't want to spend my time doing them um, but i will totally put my name on and support things that have really unique accommodations wonderful staff and now places that give back generously to others
0: so what sparked your interest in being conscientious about where you were staying and wanting it to give back to others in the first place
1: yeah, so we found a gem of a hotel. We just went this past August for our trek without kids 2019 to a hotel called Sol y Luna right outside of Machu Picchu, Peru. And we actually did not go just to do Machu Picchu, although we did and it was completely epic, but we went because this hotel just changed my heart. So this hotel is a, a fluid, it's called Relesa Chateau property, meaning it's one of the highest luxury properties in the world, very expensive. But I put my money towards it and wanted to invest into it because they actually started a school on their premises for kids that are impoverished in Peru that wouldn't go to school otherwise. And so this hotel took its proceeds and started a school for 250 local kids, where not only do they teach them education and provide a clean meal every day and clean accommodations, but they also then teach them hotel management and then offer them positions in their hotel. Um, And so, gosh, it just really rattled me to think, yeah, this other hotel over here in Fiji or wherever, that's wonderful, but what are they doing to give back to others? And It's such an initiative these days to be eco-friendly and not wash as many towels and switch the water and not use the certain straws. And that is wonderful. Our environment is so important. But I began to challenge my thinking and thinking, what if I only stayed at a hotel that I knew gave back to charities, ministries, or local communities directly to others, to people? And it's just changed my whole perspective on travel. Have you been able to find a lot of places that do that? So one of the most discouraging parts of this process for me, we just launched in August, is there's just not that many. And uh, actually, we're heading to New York City on Sunday. And I said to my husband, you know, forget it. I'm just going to stop this whole initiative because I just, I can't find one in New York City, a a go and do good hotel that gives back to people. Why am I even doing this? You know, uh, this is the tourism capital of the world, and they don't have a go and do good hotel. And my husband looked up at me and he said, then that's all the more reason that you need to do this. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? That's so right. What used to be frustrating to me is now very inspiring. And so my goal is that over time, hotels and hotel chains start to see that hotels that do this are getting such amazing recognition and that travelers want this. And so I'm hoping that that will change their heart and their practices.
0: That's awesome. And it's awesome that you're acknowledging it so that it does get that publicity that it does need. Exactly. What qualities are you looking for in a good hotel?
1: Yeah, so I've had a couple of hotels say, well, we're really generous. We, um, you know, give Operation Christmas Child gifts to the needy. And that's wonderful. Any initiative that you can do that gives back to anyone in need is admirable. However, hotels if you think about it, makes so much money. I mean, you pay a generous amount of money to be there one night and so does everyone else that's staying in the hotel. And so I just have begun to... Challenge hotels to say, I think what you're doing is great, but could you do more? And so, what I look for is hotels that really give back above and beyond. So, there are, ho- we have about 25 hotels currently in the directory since August, all around the world. And these hotels are generously, meaning not in a small way, but generously giving back to their community, giving back to a people group, starting a school. Um, supporting education, providing books. One is even animal centric. You know, they're, they're giving back to their local Paws Atlanta um, committee to make sure that orphan dogs find a home. It, there's just so many wonderful charities and things that need to be supported. And so I'm really looking for a hotel to be good that is being generous with their funds.
0: How have you seen this play out for others? Or have you seen others... Um, use these hotels and give you feedback.
1: Yeah, so actually such an exciting win this past week. As I said, this is a brand new initiative. And, you know, when you're first starting something and you only see the small picture, it can feel kind of frustrating in the day-to-day and mundane. Um, You know, I'm spending a lot of my time researching. I'm doing a lot of my time calling and doing cold calls to hotels. And sometimes I don't see the fruits of my labor. But for the last uh, week, I actually received a message from someone who lives in my community who had read about the Russell a hotel in Nashville that's in my directory that um, gives back to the homeless community. In fact, every overnight, a portion of your stay goes directly to homeless in that area, and they, they break it down and say one hotel room actually provides X amount of showers, X amount of food, and X amount of accommodations in a shelter for a homeless individual. And I actually had two ladies in my community take their children on a girl's trip this past weekend to Nashville, and they chose a hotel, the Russell, in our directory to stay at. And so, um, yeah, it's just been really exciting. It, it kind of inspired me again to feel like this is exactly why I'm doing this and their excitement over how, they, how good they felt when they went there, fill them up to then share and, and spread it forward. So it's kind of like if you think about a Starbucks drive through, right? When If someone buys your coffee and you want to buy their coffee and et cetera, I'm kind of hoping the same thing happens from a travel perspective that we can just really inspire each other to, to travel more generously.
0: I don't know if you know this, but the Christian Travelers Network is actually going to be relocating this coming summer to Nashville, and I'm hoping to plan some travel retreats. So
1: I will definitely have to check that place out. That's awesome. Oh, you'll love Nashville. Yeah, that's great. Definitely connect with me. For sure. You know, I think there's a lot of people now who um, are traveling, right? I've actually recently done research that an average American family spends $5,000 a year on travel. And I really just want to travel or or challenge travelers really to say, use those funds so smartly. I mean, Disney's great and the Disney Cruise and all these things, we've done them and they're wonderful and there's nothing wrong with them. But step out of your comfort zone, try something new, go on a mission trip and put those funds toward it or select a hotel from the Go and Do Good directory just so that you know you can feel really good about it too.
0: Kind of wrapping things up, I always like to ask
1: my guests, What has been your biggest God moment in all of your travels? Yeah, my biggest God moment in our travels had to have been on my first mission trip back in 2017. Now, uh, Logan and I had never thought about going on a mission trip, but God placed it on our heart, and so we went with our Christian gym. And just to be completely honest, I actually just shared this on Instagram, I definitely thought I was going to die. We had a will created uh, two nights before we left. We were leaving two young kids behind, and I just didn't see any way we'd return. (laughs) I thought that that was the end of my life. Um, And now that I've been through two international mission trips, getting ready to go on my third to Dominican Republic, and this time bringing our young kids behind, I just had an amazing connection with God. I felt like I was hearing from God when I was on this mission trip. And so that really was the birth of my passion for international missions and helping ministries is taking that mission trip. And so I just encourage travelers out there that if they haven't gone on a mission trip, and I believe there's a lot of things you can do locally that are wonderful. We do that as well, but international mission trips, especially in countries like Guatemala, Honduras, um, that are, that are broken and they're impoverished. is just such an amazing way to have your heart moved really fast. Can I ask,
0: why did you think like that you were going to die? Like that was the end. What were you doing or what about that made you feel that way?
1: (laughs) Well, as I said, I I like a certain kind of accommodation when I travel. So um, picture these hotels in my directory of a higher caliber, if you will. So I'm like, where am I going to be sleeping? What am I going to be eating? I'm so fearful of foodborne illnesses, although I've never had one. Um, You know, if you go on Google and you Google Guatemala, the statistics are not wonderful. Um, And so I was putting myself in a really uncomfortable position. But I learned through that, that that's really where God moves is when you get uncomfortable.
0: That is so true. He really does tend to show up in those uncomfortable situations. Well, Meg, we are so glad that you joined us today. Can you share with our audience, how can they connect with you outside of this podcast?
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes, you can find me. My handle is at twice, both on Instagram and on Facebook. And on Pinterest, we're at GoAndDoGood. Um, But really, just hop on to GoAndDoGood.com. And there's a connect with us form there. We'd love to add trekkers with us just that are going forward with our mission and just encouraging people to go and do good. Thank you, Meg. Thank you. Well, Christian travelers, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you will
0: connect with Meg and her go and do good hotels. But until next time, safe travels and God bless.